Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Starting the show off with breaking news. This is Allie. I'm with James Simmons today. I'm doing the breaking news. This is Channel Q friendly breaking. Uh, was it COVID? COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Yes. News. COVID-19 has officially spread to the Greek island of Lesbos. Uh, that, <laughs> that is the biggest Channel Q. We, we, got, we scooped it right here. We scooped it. You heard it first. This Les is on the Les News. <laughs> right. No other Les in all of radio yeah. is breaking this news for you right A now. A woman who's 40 years old, who's probably named Terry, who lives on Lesbos, has just been diagnosed with COVID-19. And I had no idea about this, actually. There is a big refugee camp there, and it's about 10 miles away from where this woman got diagnosed. And there are about 27,000 migrants that live there on the refugee camp on the island of Lesbos. Whoa. So I know that when I read about what are the best places for you to be when a virus like this hits, and they always say islands, but that's like hit or miss, man, because if one person named Terry gets a disease, gets it, then you're effed. You, you are. And I mean, island, right. But unless it's an island with a concentrated amount of people, all in one space, that can't True. go anywhere. True. And then Terry just spreads COVID to 27,000 people. Because <laughs> she's friendly. I mean, Terry, I mean, she's trying to build stuff for them. True. Right? I'm sure then, she is. Yes. She's she, also trying, trying to get some, you know, pit bulls adopted. <laughs> That's exactly what she's doing. And so, so they can help fertilize her garden. <laughs> Or she raises, or she's got her own beets and radicchio. Oh, I don't even know what radicchio is. I think only lesbians know. I'm kidding. And uh, legumes. I mean, we obviously, okay, can, right. I, can I feel like I should just preface this? We're going to talk a lot about COVID-19 today. We're going to talk a lot about things. And I just want everyone who is listening to okay. Drop the Subject to know that we 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 have to find a little bit of humor in all of this right now and that that is mm-hmm. never ever ever meant to demean the people who are are that this is really impacting oh, absolutely not. from a yeah. health standpoint from a financial standpoint from all of that so i feel like the preface is out of the way well i think it's that's very true thank you for doing that james and i and also i think a lot of people are st- like it was the topic of conversation everywhere they went. Went yesterday it was yep. my wife's birthday. I t- we oh, went to sushi so dinner. Fun. We were like one of four people in the sushi place, <laughs> and we were ended they, up like, giving it to you for free. The, uh, like, Please, well, just the eat. Food came out like instantly. Yeah, it was love like it. I'll have a rainbow. Ro- oh, here it is. <laughs> and we, the only other two people in the restaurant, was a mom and her daughter, and we ended up talking to them half the time about COVID nineteen. Of, of course, and right. they were their friend had to cancel her, her own wedding. Which is next Stop. month, and they she canceled her entire wedding, the bridal shower, the bachelorette party, now everything. The, now, did they cancel because they themselves were fearful of contracting it, or because I think this is so interesting? Were they fearful of contracting it, or were people canceling on coming to the wedding? Well, I think from what I understand, this is just over some sashimi, so I right. could have gotten some and a lot de- of sake, and hopefully. a lot of sake. <laughs> um, there was. A 95-year-old grandmother who lived far away, Uh and it started with her, and then there were some other family members that were spiraling and saying, well, Mm. I don't think we should travel because we have kids, and blah, 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 Mm. and then the couple Mm. eventually made an executive decision to just postpone it, but the bride is devastated. Uh, I can only imagine you work so hard, you plan these things. For some people, a lifetime, but at least like from engagement, was it a, the average 18 months or something, right? From engagement to wedding. And you've planned this. You've spent a lot of money. Deposits you're probably yeah, not going to get, get back. back. 
And people are, you know, the airlines are saying some airlines are starting to wiggle a little bit and you can you can sort of plead your case if you will i know JetBlue seems to be one that is 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 refunding some people but there are some other airlines that are saying look like we can't refund the millions of people who are canceling on us well and i know some airlines are doing just a credit towards a future flight which is fine i'll take store credit when it comes to the friendly skies totally but I uh, the, again the people that I was talking to last night said that they had all planned a trip to Mexico and that they had put a big deposit down at a resort and then they all canceled their trip and they won't refund them and they're like well it's because coronavirus isn't here in Mexico mm. and they were like okay but it's but. also the the thing that we're trying to prevent it from coming, from coming there right so now Maybe we're I w- doing you a favor exactly so it's interesting to see who's taking money back and who's not. Um, And then after dinner, we decided to go home, stay in and watch a movie instead of going out to a movie. (laughs) And then I go to the movie section to see if we can rent something. And what's on the recently most watched list is Contagion. Uh, Of course it is. So everyone is rewatching Contagion (laughs) right now. I looked it up. There's a screening in Washington, D.C. in like 10 days to rewatch that movie and have a discussion about, because that movie is literally about a woman who goes to, I think she goes overseas to Uh Asia. Uh She comes back. She's not feeling well. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. And then she dies. I mean, that's part of it. I mean... (laughs) I mean, that's she's. Is it is it really Gwyneth Paltrow? Like it's all her fault. She'd be the first one to go, <laughs> but then they try and figure. Then other people start dying, and then it just starts spreading. And it's about how people handle it and mm-hmm. how the governments handle it. And so it's very relevant to now. Absolutely. So it's we have lots of questions that we still have to answer. We're gonna do an live Ask the NP a little get bit later ready, on the show. Get ready. Get your questions ready. So I'm sure you have plenty of them, and I'm not making any promises yet, but we're trying to work a little giveaway into the show today I'll, I'll once i get confirmation i will release that onto the airwaves but for now stay tuned we've got lots to do here on drop the subject don't go anywhere drop the subject the new channel q drop the subject with Allie and james simmons and james of course a nurse practitioner here to answer all of your questions. We're doing a live Ask the NP today. Oh my gosh. I lo- I like love live questions and I'm also terrified of them. Oh. Because there is always there's always someone when I've done this in like theaters and stuff before, there's always someone who comes up and is like brings up the most rare disease, the <gasps> most rare drug. Like they're the only person in North America a-hole. who has this. And they're like, well, what do you know about aspirin's interaction with this drug? And I'm like, <gasps> I've never even heard of this drug. Like, Well, but how, I mean, just because you're a nurse practitioner doesn't mean you you are all knowing. Yeah, people have this assumption though. But it's true because I'm about to ask you all these questions throughout <laughs> the entire show. And I, I, but I think this is what I tell people. This is why I think you, you know, this is how you know who you should when you can trust your nurse practitioner or doctor or nurse or whoever is when they say I don't know well and, and especially in a case like this with COVID-19 because there's a lot of things that people don't know so you have to be able to say we don't know yet we, we don't know and that was even you know in the morning show I, I just I jumped in real quick before we came on to talk about the risk of individuals with HIV and, and COVID-19 and my very first thing I said was we just don't have enough data there just haven't been enough people who are HIV positive who have been infected for us to be able to confidently say X, Y, or Z, 
But this is what we think we know. Oh, just based on based on like the historical precedent and right, right, exactly. Right. Well, it seems that coronavirus, the death toll has passed four thousand worldwide. There are more than one hundred and thirteen thousand people infected globally. Of course, we also heard this morning that all of Italy's shut down. Just the whole just country. All just, of Italy just canceled. And you know, <laughs> I will say there is something to the fact that maybe. We should all just hibernate for a little while. I think a lot of people are just going, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll just maybe I'll order in tonight. <laughs> right. And then a uh, delivery guy, just leave it on the doorstep. Right. And like Home Alone style. Yep. And I think there's something to be said for why don't we just, maybe this is the universe saying, hey guys, let's take a few weeks to just not do much of anything. I feel like maybe this is like everyone just calm down. Let's just... Hibernate. Everybody breathe. So, you know, I think that this this is what you're talking about, actually, is a concept called social distancing. And all my public health epidemiological nerds out there listening like me are like, ooh, social distancing, because it's a little bit controversial, but it also a little bit works. And essentially what that is, is distance yourself from large crowds of people. I mean, there's I, I think we are at this sort of precipice right now of this. This I mean, it's already getting crazy. Right. But. There's so much fear. And unfortunately, I think people are not traveling and not doing things and they're shutting down work and all of these things because of fear, because it, it, it this has sort of been a, maybe it's not blown out of proportion, but the media is spending it's 24 seven COVID-19. And there are some things we just don't know about the virus. Granted. So it's like you're saying better safe than sorry, but yes, people are freaking out. I mean, people are some of the things that people are buying and there's, you know, two hour lines at Costco and things like that. It's it's completely unnecessary buying these surgical masks that don't work. And by the way, this is a total pet peeve of mine because now we're out of them at hospitals. Well, and people are buying people are selling fake ones online. That's the other thing that a-holes are doing. They're Uh, trying to make money off of these off of scared people charging thirteen hundred dollars and whatever. But on this flip side social distancing works like at at a very fundamental level if you are not around someone who has COVID-19 you're not gonna get it yeah like agoraphobes super happy right now (laughs) they're like we've been at this for years yeah they're like we're not doing anything (laughs) different and I'm safe but when it comes to overly freaking out about things a word like Coachella comes to mind mm. because these big festivals, of course, South by Southwest has already been canceled, uh, even though South by Southwest was supposed to be now. So, I mean, right. the the bulk of the outbreak is happening right now. People don't know what's going to happen in the coming months. But there's talk of, of Coachella and Stagecoach being not canceled, but they're saying maybe postponed until October, which if you're going to the desert, hey, October's still a great month to it's go. It's a fantastic time to go. But- it raises the question of how many millions of dollars are going to be lost and then the, the effect that has on, on the economy and things like that, especially in Coachella Valley, where they really make a lot of money every year on Coachella. Mm-hmm. There is already a petition to stop the cancellation of Coachella Music Festival <laughs> <laughs> due to the coronavirus out, uh, um, outbreak. But there's also petitions for it to be canceled. So it's like everyone's just collectively being like, no! Uh, Rage against the machine, I have to see them. It doesn't matter if I get this disease or virus. And then there are other people going, just why why are we risking it? Why don't we just cancel everything? So everyone has opinions. And I think ultimately with those opinions, uh, uh, what's happening here is I I really feel for 
two, so two things. You know, Michaela brought this up a lot this morning too as well. There, I really feel for the individuals who this is how they budget things, right? Like this six months of their budget goes into these two weekends Absolutely. for their entire year. That so I, I hope that everyone in the sort of Coachella Valley and all of these vendors and everything are able to say, hey, landlord. I'm going to pay you in October, right? (laughs) After this thing happens. I also feel for the people who are in charge of things like this, because this is a horrible decision. Because on the one hand, if you have something and then you you are the cause of a massive COVID-19 outbreak because a million people came to South by Southwest, exactly. they're pointing the finger at you. Well, and it takes a little while to even realize that you have it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you so then two weeks later. And, yeah. Right. And then or you also cancel it. And then everyone's pointing a finger at you because now I'm broke. Right, yep. exactly. And you're like, you just freaked out. Mm-hmm. So right. you would you never know. Right, yeah. you never know the answer. And then you have to deal with not only people, but the bands. Maybe the bands would be like, great, you're still there. I'm not. I'm pulling out. I'm right. not, yeah, I'm raging against the machine. Not happening anymore. Not raging against the COVID. Nope. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Ah, toilet paper. Something that everyone needs. Mm. Almost daily. Almost. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, some people, you know, we don't panic in the hospital environment, by the way, until people haven't pooped for like 10 days. <laughs> really? Yeah. So solid weeks, not a big deal. Yeah. People come in and they're like, I haven't pooped in three days. And they're like, cool. Is your, is your belly soft? You know, we look for other things, right? Because it could be like an obstruction or something. But in general, like you can go a good week or so. Yeah. But then you all, you also hear people like Dr. Oz being like, you have to poop four times a day to be normal. And you're like, what? Yeah, what? Right. I mean, we would, we love that. I think it shows a good diet generally. But okay. yeah, in general. Anyway, sorry. Poop. I don't think people, I don't think you're making new friends in the office. Poop talk. Four times a day. Right. <laughs> no, it's, it's the reason that we're talking about it is because toilet paper is in high, high, high demand. I mean, it is unbelievable there are lines around an entire costco to get in (laughs) to the costco just to buy toilet paper and paper towels and if you are there to buy anything else you can surpass the line and walk into the costco but if you are going to purchase toilet paper or paper towels you must wait in a specific line to even access that aisle and they and they have this whole i've heard they've had this whole thing like set up like there are people there guarding the toilet paper and you check in with them and they're like how many rolls are you gonna buy <laughs> oh, no. and then you go in and it's like a whole thing and i i i just don't i sort of am not again i have to remember i guess i'm, I'm a healthcare professional and so I, I i go to the medical side of things but i'm like why toilet paper well i thought it was because most of toilet paper, the most of the toilet paper that we use here in the United States is shipped and manufactured from China. <laughs> so they want, so we want to get it. No, no, no. So people, so because the warehouses are shut down, a lot of the factories are shut down. They're not making as uh, much of it, and so that's why we're we feel like there's going to be a shortage. Correct. But apparently, I that's that. I mean, I, a bit of a myth because there are plenty. There's a pl- Plenty enough toilet paper that's being made here as well in the Northwest. So people you are can stop news. freaking out about it. <laughs> but it does raise the question of how are we going to be affected by the fact that a lot of the factories and manufacturing plants are closed because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to an older article. Remember when we were having all those big trade problems? Oh, yes. And everyone uh-huh. was like, what are we not going to access anymore? No! <laughs> we can't do it. So here is what actually will be affected. Oh, in, thank in God. A, in a short-term way. Electric blankets. All right. I know. I know. But 
99% of U.S. US imports came from China when it came to electric blankets. I mean, this is a this is a huge, huge hundred thousand dollar market. Um, annually. I know, it is. $118 million, oh, wow. apparently. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Uh, so you, That's yes. way more electric blankets than I thought. It's true. So grandmas, be upset. Right, seriously. Although, isn't electric blankets one of those things that you have for like 30 years, right? I think I, I still mean, have my grandmother's electric blanket. Like, you plug it in, you hope the house doesn't burn down. Like, it's pretty old. They have not made any advancements in electric blankets, no. have they? No. It's the same ones from like the 80s. Uh-huh, and they're still wool and scratchy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh-huh. and they're still great. Yeah. Umbrellas with a telescopic shaft. <laughs> 98% of U.S. exports imports came from China. You said telescopic shaft. Telescopic shaft. Also, not the name of another show here on Channel Q. <laughs> Channel Q. Uh, video game consoles. I Yes. Well, okay. That's finally, we're being very, very directly affected. Thankfully, I already have my video game consoles. Uh-huh. And if there's a situation where we are being quarantined, as long as I have mine with me, I'll be playing Fallout 4 on PS4, and which is also Forever. about a, a, a nuclear fallout. <laughs> and I've already been playing the game for three years. Uh, oh, so you're totally, you're like a prepper. You're totally prepared. Yeah. Because well, you've been playing this game, you know exactly what to do. It's, you're so right, James. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I because mean, I'm walking by and I see like a medical kit and I'm like, I should stock up on those. Like, <laughs> because that's your whole mentality when you're playing Fallout. You play you're like, I have to get up all these supplies. I have to make Molotov cocktails to fight off the zombies or the infected people from the nuclear fallout. I mean, it's a, very, it's a whole process. Do you James. just take them off the wall? And they just like magically show up in your bank of medical supplies. Uh, well, like I, I take them, and then I can like if I get certain little chemicals, I can then make little mixtures. Of course, to help right. me be stronger. We should when I fight. do that later in the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Plastic artificial flowers. It's another one that highly, highly is manufactured in China. Ninety-seven percent of all U.S. imports. Cooking appliances and plate warmers. Okay, all you oh, college students oh, okay. with with little hot pots. Electric toasters. Non-plastic artificial Wait, flowers. are most toasters not electric? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know any toasters that are, Wireless sorry. toaster is right, not right. something that I've ever seen. I mean, uh. Vacuum flasks, get ready! <laughs> A.K.A. thermoses. Oh, okay. Um, Vacuum flasks. And, oh no, the one that possibly affects us the most, a portable radio player. Don't! 96% of them are U.S. imports that came from China. You Unbelievable. Have to, you have to order yours right now. Please hurry quickly so that you can continue to listen to us during your quarantine. Uh, I know, because when it comes to a nuclear fallout, as I learned from video games, the radio is what saves us all and keeps us all informed, all right? We're making a comeback. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, we have other things to cover this show, during the show, here on Drop the Subject with Allie and James Simmons. Other than COVID-19, there are plenty of other things to be freaked out about. (laughs) There most certainly are. Like technology watching you Uh, all the time. I can't. I say this as I have an ad in front of my face for a product that I purchased yesterday. And I just (laughs) want to say, for all of you that are watching me in my browsing history... Don't show me an ad for something I've already bought. Mm-hmm. Show me the next thing. Maybe maybe if I bought sunglasses, the case that goes with the sunglasses. Yeah, right. Maybe Elevate the conversation. The exact same sunglasses that I just bought. <laughs> Do you want to buy these again? Yeah, buy the it again. The ones you bought yesterday? Uh, and I, I bought this on a completely different website yesterday, and now I'm on sfgate.com and pop 
popping right up is the sunglasses that I bought yesterday. And I've also experienced this with mattresses. A mattress, if you buy a mattress, why would they send you mail, not not only email and ads, but snail mail Physical about mail. buying another mattress? <laughs> like, I just bought no. are, are, are people into this, like, replacing all of their mattresses at one time? I don't like, know. I, I don't get it either. Or like, oh, no, my mattress set on fire and disintegrated. Thank oh. God well, I and, have another ad for another mattress. And not only, so maybe you purchase these things online and then they drop cookies and all this stuff, but oh, I promise you. Don't bring up the cookies, James. I'm already fat enough. So they're, <laughs> listen, I have had perfectly legitimate conversations not used my phone, not used my computer, not Googled anything, and yet the next day I open up my computer and there's an ad for the thing I was talking about. Yes, the wine I was drinking, like what the shirt I was wearing, like and I'm like, I didn't even look this stuff up online. So does this stuff freak you out? Because there's another article that we have right here about how to stop your smart home from spying on you. Because it's not just God. technology that you see on your computer. This is also your thermostat. This is also that ring crap that you're putting on your uh. doorbell. This is also Alexa. Is she's part of the problem? There's I mean she's Apple. The She's, I mean, <laughs> any kind of smart anything that you put in your home, you're going to be tracked. And you have a problem with this? I have a, I have a massive problem with this for, for multiple reasons. So I think the first one, by the way, so I'm, I'm not like a super paranoid person, but I'm paranoid a little bit. Like a big brother's watching us and listening. And I think to me, that's just being smart. But I'm so opposite of my husband with this. So he wants to do all that. He wants to wire everything. And he literally wants to be like Star Trek or whatever in the future and just yeah. start talking and be like, oh, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then like something just shows up at our door, like the lights go dim and all this stuff. And I hate that. I hate it. I hate it because, Why? well, I just don't want people all up in my business. I mean, look at me. I put myself out on social media, but I'm like, I don't want you all in my business, but I don't want big brother <laughs> in my business. The other thing is my husband travels a lot for work. So I'm often home alone in the house. And Siri, I have caved and let him have the one speaker in the living room. And it's the <laughs> Apple it? It's the Apple speaker. Okay. And she won't answer me back when I ask her questions. Well, I'm yeah, like, because Siri, she's used to your husband's voice. Well, and she, know, and she doesn't like me because she, she knows I don't like her. So I'm like, Siri, what's the weather going to be today or whatever? And yeah. she's like, silence, right? <laughs> but then, she's like, I'm sorry. I can't process that information <laughs> uh, right unable now. Unable to process. You haven't enabled the skill of not being an a-hole uh, to a me. Correct, right, right. Don't ask me questions again. So, But then I'll be laying on the couch. You know, you fall asleep. You're watching TV. It's like 2 a.m. And she'll start talking. That, that does freak me out when she's like, hmm, I don't know. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, what? What don't you know? Right. I didn't ask you anything. Yeah, but you know what? I, it, this doesn't, I've, I've never been bothered with people with, with technology spying on me. Really? I just find, oh, why, why are we all so worried? Like, what are you doing that you're so afraid of people watching you doing? But I, because I, I feel like sometimes there are, the, these things are, they're, mm, where do I take this? Words, James. So, like, people who are locked up uh, inappropriately, right? They didn't commit the crime or whatever, because you know, Ring, they actually have a contract. When you sign the contract with Ring, you're allowing them to film wherever you want and share that with your local police department. So, so, so let, but let's say like those delivery guy shows up and he tries to stab me, but from the angle of the camera, from the ring, it just looks like I'm punching the guy. And then the guy sues me and they're like, well, we have video evidence that you just blindly punched the delivery guy. And I'm like, uh. but the delivery guy tried to stab me. And they're like, too bad. We have video evidence of this. And then I go to jail for just defending myself because the stupid camera without my permission got shared with the police department, which I don't really trust anyway. Okay. Well, you know, the solution here is more rings. 
<laughs> all of them. Just get just a everywhere. ring in every single angle. <laughs> That'll so problem solved. I should go completely the other way, I want right? NFL <laughs> coverage of every single thing. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons, nurse practitioner. If you have any questions, Ask the NP. We are doing a live Ask the NP today, a little later in the show. So get your questions in because we're going to do a little wrap-up of some of the best questions that we've gotten. Oh, yes. That's going to be perfect. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes. And you can send them in at Ask the NP. You can send them in at DTS Show. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can always call us at 833-77-CALL-Q. If you have a question, COVID-related or no, anything, nothing's off the table, 833-77-CALL-Q. Now, for Just the Tip Tuesday, we always like to share tips and tricks and life hacks and things that are going to make things, you know, life a little easier for you, which, let's face it, life seems kind of hard right now. It really does. So a lot of people, and I do think this is going to, carry over past COVID-19, a lot of people are working from home right now. They're working remotely, and I think this is going to start changing the way that we work in America and beyond. They're going to go, hey, you know what? I've been working from home for the past three months because of COVID-19. Why don't I just keep doing this? Why, why, because, do, why do I need to go in? Why do I need to go in at all? Actually, it would save on gas mileage. I would I would ha- not have to worry about wearing the same outfit all the time. <laughs> Correct. It saves on clothing fees. I wouldn't probably have to pack a lunch. Food, right? You yep. get to eat your food from home instead of buying food all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk to Steve. Yeah. Oh, Steve, <laughs> talk about like, oh, it's raining. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, St- Steve! What'd you do this weekend? And he's like, I went to Fresno. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Steve, shut up! Fresno. <laughs> no, no shade to our listeners in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take that. Shade to our listeners in Fresno. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so we thought we'd share today on for just the Tip Tuesday how to work from home without feeling like a garbage person. Uh, I, I love, I, and, and no shade to garbage people? Oh, no. No shade at all to garbage people. We mean how to feel not like a person who is garbage. Yeah, not to feel like garbage. Not to feel... I'm Apparently, I'm the PC police today. (laughs) That's my role. No offense to garbage people. I'm sorry, everyone. sorry, garbage people. You're important. No offense to just, like, garbage in general. (laughs) Because everything has its purpose. It does. It has its place. And that big island of garbage that's the size of Texas. We should not judge her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, get your life. Body positivity. (laughs) So here are some of the tips. I actually used to work from home for a little while when I was unemployed. I guess I just called it "quote unquote" working from home because I was. It was that period where I was like, "I'm an entrepreneur." Um, <laughs> Code word for unemployment. Exactly. Good. And I did learn some of these tips and tricks along the way. So let's go through them and see if we agree. Because you work from home occasionally. I do quite often, actually, and so does my husband. And so there's even some stuff in here about like when more than one of you are working from home. <gasps> like, how do you share oh, the space? Lord. Well, yeah, let's start like with the first thing. one. Don't start working the moment that you wake up. I feel like this needs to be extended also to like the first thing you do when you wake up should not be grabbing your phone, whether you're working from home or not. And I am just as guilty of of it as everybody. But literally, I'm like, I'm going to pee my pants, but I better check this alert from CNN first. So, you know, the solution. Pee my pants? Yes. Pee your pants. (laughs) (laughs) And live stream it. Live stream the stream. Oh, well, I mean, of course, because it never puts social media down ever. Okay. And if it didn't didn't get posted, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, um, I set those restrictions on my phone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did that. So 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., I can't surf any 
pages or what I sound like I'm 50 years old. I can't go to the interwebs. I'm and- telling you, I am full mom status now. I can't go on my phone at all, really. There's only a couple apps that will open, and one of them is Google Maps so that I can get to work. Other than and that, that's it. Mm-hmm, I won't be able, so I can look at my alarm and I have to set it right down, and I actually do get out you. of the house sooner for that. Um, the next one is since you're not commuting, take a bath instead of a shower or do an extra skincare step. Oh. Which is nice because the benefit of working from home is that you can work on your quote unquote self care mm-hmm. a little more. So mm-hmm. if you take some time in the getting ready process, it can help you be a little more productive throughout the day. I think the skincare folks wrote this article, by the way. <laughs> Have more skincare delivered by Aveda. All right. At the very least, it says wash your face, brush your teeth, and put on clean underwear. Now, this is trial and error. I had to go through this as well. This was something that I learned the hard way. Uh huh. And I, for the first few weeks of working from home, was like, great, I'm just going to be in jammies all day, all the time. Not mattering whatever's going on. No one's looking at me anyway. Uh, yeah. And then my wife was like, please change (laughs) honey i smell you from the other room (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you run into this too Uh, absolutely so the you know the i notice my productivity changes dramatically based on how prepared i get for the day so if i do that stupid thing where i wake up i'm like on the phone i may or may not brush my teeth (laughs) and then i get coffee and then i just sit down at my computer and i'm just like like go well, and the yeah. next thing you know it's four o'clock you haven't showered you haven't brushed your teeth like it does make you think about the process of getting ready and going to work and how important that process is for starting your day it may seem like oh great i have to get all ready and go see people and i have to talk to steve about fresno and i have to you know get in my car and commute for an hour and that's annoying but you do slowly wake up and ease into the day and there's mm-hmm. some kind of a marinating that your brain has during mm-hmm. that period that you're not giving yourself when you're at home when you're at home yeah you definitely definitely need to wake up i I love this one by the way um put on clean dry pajamas day pajamas (laughs) day day oh day (laughs) dry too because i peed my pants <laughs> Once since you peed your pants and Definitely couldn't make it to make the bathroom. Make sure you're not in wet pajamas. <laughs> Where's my glasses? I can't read. <laughs> I know. Please put on I was clean, like, am I crazy? Clean day pajamas. I love Do you have day pajamas? Oh, yes, I do. It's called athleisure. Oh, okay. Us. It's this thing <laughs> sponsored that by what are, basic the, bitches are doing now. L- Lulu. Lululemon uh-huh. or Lululemon knockoffs. Right, of course. But the thing that I usually do if I'm working from home is that I will put on a different outfit that feels like pajamas but doesn't look like pajamas. Mm. So it can be a legging with a nice little top over that looks like, hey, maybe I'm going to the gym. Maybe I'm taking a nap. You don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> Surprise. <A> Surprise. <laughs> you better get ready. We'll go through one more before we take a break. Alternatively, put on something that makes you feel vaguely active or put together. Okay. Blue lemon, case in point. Then here's a great one. One that my wife and I do not are not good about doing. I don't know about you, but don't work from bed. Your Ooh. bed is the comfort place. It's the place that you are supposed to sleep. And sleep experts will tell you that you should not be doing anything other than bedtimey things in bed. Absolutely. This is a big thing, especially with daylight savings, jump forward nonsense that happened this past weekend. And everyone's sleep Why'd is all messed up. you have to bring that up, up? I know, right? I still feel just like a touch off. And it's because a lot of times we, the, we're sensitive to light about our sleep. We do other things in bed, like protect yourself 
sleep at all costs. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to get to a few more when we get back. Uh, one of them actually does include talking to other people. I know. I know. It doesn't have to be Steve, but it might be important to have some kind of social <laughs> interaction get away from when Steve. we're working from home. We'll get to the other tips next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Allie here and James Simmons, nurse practitioner. We will be doing a live Ask the NP in just about... Mm, 40 minutes? Yeah. Nice 40 that minutes works. from now. I'll take a nap until then. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to listen to my <laughs> oh, droning. Oh, okay. Yeah, please. Uh, we are in the middle of Just the Tip Tuesday, and we're talking about working from home. A lot of people are working from home right now. They say, hey, better safe than sorry, or, oh, no, I have a sniffle. I have. Uh, I might have corona. I better just stay home. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's just <laughs> how it works. But 81% of people according to a recent poll, agree that an organization offering a flexible work program positively differentiates that company from another company. And 56% said having a flexible work option motivates them to work harder. So a lot of people are saying, hey, working from home is actually going to make me more productive and it's going to be better for business in the long run. And we've been going through for just the Tip Tuesday some of the more effective ways to work from home so that you you don't get three months into it and feel like pile of trash. Correct. Of hot, hot garbage. <laughs> no offense to garbage. No offense to hot garbage. You are hot. You're so hot. You know what else is hot? Actually, uh, when you're working from home, talking to other people. Yeah, that's next on the list. Yeah. Making a point to actually talk to other people because you can go into a agoraphobe mode mm-hmm. where you, I remember when I was doing it, it was, there were several days that went by before I was like, I haven't left the house. <laughs> Right, or seen another human being other than my wife. (laughs) Other than like Kristen Bell, because I've been watching uh, The Good Place. You were not watching The Good Place. You were working diligently, Mm -hmm. very hard, which actually is one one of the other from this list of about be present with your presence. So. Yes, working from home sort of allows us to do a little laundry, like do the dishes, like kind of keep up with things. But also if your organization has like instant messaging or something like that, turn it on and respond to it. If people want to have FaceTime meetings or let you know, use the camera for meetings, use the camera for meetings. Like don't (laughs) completely hide just because you're working from home and just because you can. And when you're doing those virtual meetings, um, you don't need to wear pants, but you do need to wear a top. (laughs) Just FYI. Uh, I don't know how many people in those virtual calls are not wearing pants. I'm going to go ahead and say it's 100%. So, (laughs) virtual funny pants story. I (laughs) was about to jump in the shower, and I remembered I had a a teleconference, like a video call with someone from school for about my doctoral program. So, I grabbed like a dress shirt from the closet. I threw it over me and sat down. Yeah. We had a meeting for a good 45 minutes or an hour, right? With and so no pants on? I had, like, not even just underwear. Like, I had no pants on, right? <laughs> Bare ass on my dining room table, right? Like, whatever. So then the delivery guy shows up, and it's been long enough that I don't remember <gasps> that I don't have no. pants on. And you open the door and so with I no pants on? I get up, I walk to the front door, no. and all I have on is a dress shirt, a la, like, Tom Cruise and whatever, except no white underwear, just Penile just hanging out there for I, a delivery guy to see. I, I know <laughs> I've seen this video before. 
on Pornhub. I right. That that's how it started. That's how that's how the channel started. Oh my bait package. Right. I didn't become a social media uh, influencer from talking about health. We'll just wow. put it that way. And I'm kidding. Unbelievable. Is that funny? No pants, no problem. I also left the shower running for the entire time. Oh, no. That's how late I was. I just like ran out through on shirt. Bare butt down. Delivery guy saw the bathroom. Like our water bill was like four hundred dollars. That mother's horrible. Oh my god! The yeah. image of you with your bare ass on that chair, the talking about your doctorate program, and then accepting a package from and, a very unsuspecting UPS delivery man uh, or was, woman. He was getting a package too. <laughs> All right, like, uh, okay, so talking to other people, we've established that. Um, maybe having limited conversations with your UPS guy if you don't have pants on, but <laughs> you still. Don't have pants on. Figuring out lunch. Now, here's a really important one because I noticed, and I, I bet this is a common thing, if you're working from home, you are at risk of eating a lot more than you planned mm, on eating I'll because bet. you find ways, like you're saying, do laundry, clean up the cat, like, Oh, why don't I organize the cabinets really quick because I have five minutes or because I walked by a cabinet <laughs> on my way back to the computer. Ah, squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you are when you're at home totally. because you're distracted by being in your home space, as is the case with the refrigerator. If you're walking by, maybe you're just refilling your water glass and then you're like, hmm, why don't I just open this and see what's going on? Oh, ham! And then you just kind of... <laughs> are snacking all day and eating more than you really think. So this next one is figuring out your own lunch. Mm. If you're going to work remotely for a few days, it's worth buying sandwich supplies, canned soup, eggs, frozen pierogies, okay, or any other foods that you can quickly and easily turn into something resembling a balanced meal. Or my personal suggestion pack a lunch or or just get your lunch actually prepared and keep it in the fridge and be like, all right, at lunchtime, noon, that's when I'm eating that salad or whatever it is. <laughs> I'm totally imagining you like waking up, getting showered, putting your clothes on, mm. making a lunch in the kitchen, putting it in a refrigerator, yeah. and then sitting down in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and then four hours later, like pulling your lunch out of the refrigerator. Yes. It's great, though. I think it's a great idea. Uh, the Don't stress too much about being productive. That's another one on the list. And I'm, then sh- it- I'm sure that all the bosses love hearing that. <laughs> Don't you don't have to be that productive? No, girl, okay? just go go watch the good place. It's fine. <laughs> and try try not to get overly caught up in performing product uh, productivity at the expense of everything else. It says be aware of the degree to which you want to seem present on Slack and don't overdo it to the detriment of your work. That is true because you're kind of regulating the amount of hours that you're working when you go into a workspace, right? Mm-hmm. And people who are inherently lazy might not work enough, but then people who overwork themselves might never stop, stop because working. you feel like your home is your office. Well, and that's really, really, really important. And I think one of the things that's been really big for me is like you have to set a quitting time and make a plan for the evening. And so that because I'll say, oh, I'm done working at five or I'm done right for me. It's like writing. right? Mm-hmm. I'm done writing at five and then I'll have dinner and Chris and I'll hang out and then I'll just start writing again at like 730. Yeah. And I'm like, Wait, no, I didn't No, My work day needs to be done whenever time I choose. It doesn't have to be five, but whatever time you choose. And then be done. And then stick with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you're right. If, if your husband is like, oh, I'm going to go out for some groceries, you're like, well, I'm just going to open the Got computer up again. Da, 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 take page. my pants off. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Some breaking news on the group chat that we have going here on uh, at Channel Q. DragCon has been canceled. Mm. Very, very upsetting. But on the flip side... A special welcome to our newest follower, 
Rose Scanlon 45. Thank you very much, Rose Rose Scanlon. We have followed you back. That is fantastic. And we've gotten some great tweets and Instagram messages here on uh, at DTS show. So I thought I'd share some of them based on James Simmons's wonderful no pants story about working from home, he was on a conference call. If you missed any of this, you really need to download the podcast. Uh, Drop the subject on radio.com and wherever you find your podcast because thrilling story about James opening the uh, door to receive a package with his package. (laughs) And Chris Contreras said, I guess we know what the NP really stands for in Ask the NP. It stands for No Pants. Or oh. nice package. Oh, and I'm pretty sure there are countless others. Oh yes, that that that's our new contest. By the way, we will follow you back only if you come up with what does an NP actually stand Ooh. for. Ooh. All about the contest here. Thank you, Chris, for that. I... Yes, and keep them coming as far as questions because we're about to next in the top of the next hour we're going to get to a live session of Ask the NP, which a lot of it's not Ask the No Pants. <laughs> Which, if you if you really want to ask questions about the no pants story, I welcome those you questions. Could. Or ask questions about the nice package. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's willing to ask uh, to uh, answer all of those questions. I'm just going to own that. I mean, my husband's out of town, so I don't think he's listening. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Some answers are coming in from yesterday's topic, which was, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten while driving? I revealed that I've eaten entire salads, putting dressing, mixing the dressing. I mean, I've done a a, a bite of salt, like pouring salsa on each bite of a burrito while driving, Uh, because that's how you have to eat a burrito. And some other people have been responding to that. I once saw a guy eating pancakes with chopsticks while driving. (laughs) How do you even do that? Period. Like uh, I don't know. I would love to know that. Less I mean, I'm sh- the driving. It sounds easier than eating rice with chopsticks, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, because you can just hold the pancake, I guess, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like eat around <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> Someone else said ribs. That's a tough one to eat while driving, especially because it's messy. I disagree. Really? Because I'm a dry rub guy. Okay. So if there's no mess and you just got one, you just pull one off at a time. Yeah, and, and if it's cooked uh, properly. I'm just going to make that noise for everything. <laughs> uh, all right. In uh, it said M said rice milk, arroz con leche. It's literally rice with sugar and milk and you have to eat it with a spoon. Uh, Caroline Marie said nothing, nothing weird but a messy breakfast burrito and an open mug of tea. Now that's something that I used to do a lot because my dad always had a cup of coffee while driving, not a to-go container, an open cup of <laughs> an coffee. Open cu- and did it spill often? No, he never spilled it. It's a, it's a thing. I think some people are magical. I totally have a theory about this. Like there's some of us who just like everything falls and spills and whatever. And some people are like driving with an open cup of coffee that never, the coffee doesn't even move. Yes. He's perfect with it. I think your dad is a witch. (laughs) (laughs) A witch bought him. (laughs) Uh, Fettuccine Alfredo. Nice. Rice with chopsticks. And then they said spilled most of it. (laughs) Of course. A second Fettuccine Alfredo. And uh, hummus, which I wouldn't say is probably. I don't. I don't think that's too difficult. I used to pride myself when I was younger about I had a stick shift and I smoked. Oh, and so I would be smoking, eating, drinking, changing gears, all at the same time. And then this was like this, you know, this was in like 1954. So then I would have to like lean and like change the radio with my wrist, like cigarette in hand, cheeseburger in the other. Like I'm sipping a Diet Coke, shifting gears, like all four limbs are driving at the same time. I was a total pro. Ugh, that description really makes me think that octopods would be great drivers. 
No. No? Nothing? No? No? no. Octopus no, joke? You're not, you're not picking it up? I mm. No? I'm thinking, what is an octopod? An octopus. I went to Octomom. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All eight of her kids are, you know. That's true. Um, next, we're getting into a live session of Ask the NP. If you call right now, 833-77-CALL-Q, I have a very special gift for you right here on Drop the Subject. I know they're tough to come by. I have a personal stash, and I am willing to give... <laughs> A free roll of toilet paper. Ladies and gentlemen, I am giving away toilet paper right now on Channel Q on Drop the Subject. If you want in on this, limited supply. L- limit The hottest item in the world right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. If you have a question for Ask the No Pants, you can get a free roll of toilet paper and an answer to your question next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Drop the Subject is here and live. Allie Johnson and James Simmons here with you and here to literally wipe away your fears with a free roll of toilet paper. <laughs> it's not Segway Wars yet. <laughs> I'm warming up. I'm warming up. That's Very later good. in the show. Very good. I was fortunate enough to have purchased a large Costco size uh package of, of toilet paper before COVID-19 even became a thing. So yeah. I have quite a stockpile. Meanwhile, I'm reading about the hours-long lines that people are waiting in to try and access this toilet paper. So I figured, hey, why not help some people you, you give are, out some free toilet paper you while Mother you're Teresa. helping people with your actual real knowledge? <laughs> I think you're the Mother Teresa of radio today. You, you are <laughs> doing it for the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, One ply at a time. Well, <laughs> oh, it's only one ply toilet paper? <laughs> hey, you know, I just uh, get Kirkland's signature. I don't know. I, I mean, fancy. hello. The, the Kirkland, Kirkland vodka, on the other hand. Oh, that is that high, is some high tech. You know what? Kirkland's coffee is well. Okay. I can't yeah, anyway, it. sorry. We, we are digressing because it is live. Ask the NP. We want you to call us 833-77-CALL-Q or get at us on Instagram and Twitter literally while we're doing this because we have had some questions come in, but here's your opportunity to ask. And- win free one-ply toilet paper. Yes. Okay, so we have someone on the line, but first I wanted to touch on a couple of the questions that we teased, two of which are, why is my poop green, mm-hmm. and why does that fifth doctor never agree on anything? <laughs> so... Be, I, I think we're going to start with the poop. Okay. Can we start with the poop? Yeah, I mean, always. and this is, again, right, like, uh, everybody poops. Love that book. Did you ever read it? It's one everybody of my favorite books. Everybody poops. Sometimes... <laughs> That's only for old people who know who REM is, right? (laughs) Uh, So everybody poops, and typically your poop has everything to do with what you're eating. It's really that simple. So most of the time when your poop shows up green, it's because of wine or green leafy vegetables. Interesting. Those are the only two? Not not the only two. Sometimes if you're having diarrhea, so bile, not to get like too crazy, but bile's excreted. It helps break down stuff in your gut, right? If you're having diarrhea or you're pooping way too fast, stuff's going through through you too oh, fast, God. the bile doesn't have a chance to break down, oh, and no. bile is like super bright fluorescent green. <gasps> so it will make your poop look green if it doesn't have time to, to break down. And that's a sign to us as medical professionals, oh, whatever you're putting in is coming out really fast because that bile doesn't have a chance to break down. Over time, if your poop is like always green, no matter what you eat, and you're like, this has been going on for weeks, you need to get checked out. There could be something going on. Okay. But generally, green poop, not a big deal, has everything to do with what you've eaten or drinking. Sure. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm with you. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's usually a dark green with wine. The darker the wine, the darker the poop. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Well, it's lunchtime, everybody. I hope you're excited. We've also got a phone call. Live Ask the MP starts now. Who's this? Hello, this is Andre from Palm Springs. Hi, welcome to the show. What's your question? Thank you. First time caller, long time listener. Hey. Uh, question kind of <laughs> along along the lines of the uh, the bottom end of the conversation. No pun. Um, but why why is it that when you do have either the diarrhea and or those bigger um, <laughs> leftovers coming out, mm-hmm. it hurts. It stings. Why does it sting the, the hole, if you will? <laughs> that is a fantastic question, Andre. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. I almost said long time caller. First time listener. First time pooper. <laughs> First time pooper. Uh, okay, so this is going to, some people are going to be a little uncomfortable with this. If you are eating your lunch, you put it down right now. Pay attention. When your canal, if you will, because I'm not sure if I can use the actual word, opens when you are having uh, diarrhea or poop or whatever, sometimes there are itty bitty, teeny tiny little microscopic tears, particularly if it happens really, really fast or you're having to strain. Now this happens all the time and our body's sort of used to it and it's why we wipe, it's why we clean, it's why it's really important to take care of that area really well. But when you're having diarrhea, and it comes out fast, or you have spicy food in it or whatever, oh, no. you're quite literally getting the the non-processed jalapeno juice oh. inside of little, like, paper clips oh. on your... Right. So that is quite literally, Andre, why it hurts. It burns, because it's burning you. Okay. Not to... Okay. Does that answer your question? It, it does. So in other words, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gasm, more or less, correct? I mean, like, the, the forcing of... The tearing of something. That that's exactly Ouch. that's ex- exactly what it is, which is why I sort of like I recommend to people. By the way, don't go sit on toilets for a really long time. Like if you know I'm gonna have to poop in ten minutes, don't go to the toilet then. You should go to the toilet in nine minutes and fifty five seconds. Well, like like don't don't make it so that you can't get to the bathroom, but also spend as little amount of time on the toilet as you can. It helps all of that. And I will say that phones make that worse. They yeah. make that temptation worse because we sit there. I play a like, tennis game while I. Pooping right. on my phone. You're like, like what candy am I doing? crushing it on a level 468. <laughs> Not gonna get up. Um, unbelievable. Well, I didn't realize that the question that got asked on li- on the live Ask the NP would have so much to do with the prize that you're about to receive. But uh, I am awarding you with a free roll of toilet paper. Thank you so much for calling. Sure. Thank you. That's that's exciting. Now I can finish the rest of the week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll allow three to five days for postage. So I don't know what you're going to do in that in that period of time. But don't stand in line at Costco, though. It's yeah, coming. It's it, coming. Yes, exactly. Don't wait. Don't stand in line. Just wait for this package to arrive because it is your saver. That's what we're doing here on Drop the Subject. We're making your life easier. And Segway Wars begins after this. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, moving right along here on Drop the Subject with Allie and nurse practitioner James Simmons. I almost got through that. Practitioner works as well. Or nice package. (laughs) Or why thank you. No pants. No pants. Or what we also got from Andre, thank you for calling, was news producer. News producer. (laughs) Ask the NP. It means whatever you want it to mean. And right now we're about to get into our next segment, which is Segway Wars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Continuity. Segway Wars. We needed that like (laughs) instead Family Feud. Yeah, Family Feud. There we go. Well, we are a family here on Channel Q, and we are feuding with one another 
for this next game, the Segway Wars. We've played it once before here on Drop the Subject. We played when Jarrett Hill was still on, who we will be talking to later in the show, talking about the upcoming, uh, well, it's happening right now, actually, Mini Tuesday and uh, the election night and late night show that Jarrett's doing tonight. But I digress. We took two headlines that seemingly had nothing to do with one another, and we had to challenge one another to segue seamlessly from one headline to another. It's very difficult, and it's 100% live. <laughs> so, I will just let you all know that we're going to F up. We are we're totally going to F up, and I don't know why I've got this accent. I think it's because I'm really nervous. <laughs> so you just do accents when you're nervous? Like, James has left the room. I don't, <laughs> I'm Jamila Jamil. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just heard you're bi. Do you want to hook up? Did you? Uh, hey. Oh, that's right. No, she's queer. She is queer. That's, that's we true. We don't define her. Um, all right. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to start. The first round is just going to be a t- two topics. We're going to go. We're going to warm up and start a little easier. Okay. It's not going to be a full convoluted set of headlines, but they're going to be two just topics. Like two topics. Yes. And we're each going to have a chance. We're each going to have 10 seconds to segue between the two. Oh, my God. Jesse... You're yes. gonna yeah, okay. You're this gonna is, have to talk on the microphone right, to say yeah. who did a better job on this. Gotcha. And Ready? A, a lot of responsibility, dude. A lot, a lot. Like you, two strikes already today, right. bud. Okay. So here we go. Why don't you give us our right. first pair of topics? So, Wait. Who do, who do you want to go first? Um. Let's do James under the okay, bus. Ja- okay. Okay. <laughs> James is gonna go this first. Is, this the heat is. This first one's gonna be easy because it's uh-huh. everywhere. And we've covered it a lot. The first two topics are coronavirus and Corona beer. <laughs> go. <laughs> wow, we're really throwing the softballs at you. All right, go ahead, James. I have 10 seconds to come up with a segue between the two, right? Yep. Um, coronavirus may be the biggest headline in the world, but Corona beer is also <laughs> the biggest on. headline come on. in the Corona. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this, this is, is really hard. Oh, it Whoa. is about to get way harder. It's hard. You know what? It's hard when you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're just like, Bleh, and you're like, wow, I segued the heck out of that. That's true. But then when you're thinking about it, you're like, oh, this is really tough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to try to do the same two topics, right? right. 10 seconds starting All right. now. Coronavirus is spreading like wildfire, and it's proving to be very disappointing for people with travel plans. And speaking of disappointing, Corona has come out with a new product. Um, I don't know what the product's called, <laughs> but there is a new Corona-type beer that they uh, that mm. they came out with, no. okay. and nobody likes no. it. Well, no. I'll give no? you a point for effort, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the everyone, actual... Everyone gets the bell, just wow. regardless, right? Okay, so that was two fails, and yep. that was just the warm-up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, let's get into the game, then. All right, let's go. dun 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 da Oh, there we go. So, first headline. No, no, Jesse, into the microphone. Into the microphone. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one's for Allie. Tesla has produced one million cars, is your first headline. The second is... Amsterdam is enjoying a quieter, quieter canals as, as boats go electric years ahead of these. <laughs> yeah. Jesse can't even read yeah, the headlines. Have a great voice for radio. Right. Okay, so the, the, the headlines are Tesla has produced one million cars, yes. and Amsterdam is enjoying quieter canals as boats go electric. Yes. Okay. All right. 
Tesla, after several years in production, has officially created one million cars that are now hitting the road, making for quieter streets. And while the streets may be quieter, the canals also might get a, be getting a little quieter in Amsterdam because they're going electric with boats. Say hello, gondolas. I don't know what that okay. last part was, okay. but okay, okay. I'm, there. Okay. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Gondolas. All right. All right. Uh, so just for you listeners, because we're right now making com- zero sense <laughs> about anything <laughs> going on right now. So the two headlines that I am about to segue way better than Allie. Oh. No, headline number one, Tesla has produced one million cars. Headline number two, Amsterdam is enjoying quieter canals as boats go electric years ahead of a diesel ban. Tesla may have produced one million cars, uh-huh. but according to... Fish Union United, <laughs> what? only Amsterdam ranks number one on the list of protecting fish rights <laughs> because they have more boats that have gone electric years <laughs> ahead of a diesel ban. Thank you. There uh, did you look up that fish story? What the? What did you? The electric boats are protecting the fish in the canals. <laughs> see, it's, it's true. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna give that to James. Yeah. What? Yeah, You're gonna yeah, give yeah. that to James with a random fish reference? Fish yep. United of Amsterdam. I said that the roads are getting quieter oh, okay. and then the canals are getting quieter. Yep. No. All right, let's go to the next Mike. one. Jesse clearly cares about fish yeah. rights more. First headline, Katy Perry announces her pregnancy in new music video. Okay. Second headline, Billie Eilish ditches baggy clothes to make powerful point about body shaming. All right. Here we go. Uh, all right. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Um, Katy Perry has just announced that she is pregnant in a new music video. If Billie Eilish was pregnant, no one would know because she's wearing extremely baggy clothes, but she's doing so to make a powerful point about body shaming. Very, very good. Very technically sound. Uh-huh. Very, very quite that. literal. Uh-huh. Um, that was good. That uh-huh. was good. Uh-huh. But, she, but Katy Perry has not released who the bad guy is. No. That's oh, no. okay. No. Okay. I'm trying oh, to that's make, the one I, I was, was trying to work do. in a song uh, reference. I was going to do that. All right, but, um, go ahead, James. Um, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's so hard. Katy Perry announces her pregnancy in a new music video. But Billie <laughs> Eilish is most concerned about your safety, and ditches baggy clothes to make a powerful point <laughs> about being around fireworks. <laughs> And not setting your clothes on fire. <laughs> you are ridiculous. You could not give that Come one on, to him. Katy Perry, right. firework, Billy for I- the win. I'm going to give it to James. Yeah. No, you are ridiculous. You're fired. Segway Wars. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, this is a very sad moment here on Drop the Subject because we learned earlier in the show that Coachella might be postponed. We will know soon whether that's really the case, but I imagine that there are a lot of people devastated by the possibility that they will not be cellaing in the very near future. And one of those people who's probably devastated is Chella Girl. And we have Chella Girl on the phone. Oh, oh, good, good. I'm glad we get to touch base with the people who this is really impacting. Chella Girl, are you there? Hello. Yeah, Chella, I'm here. Chella, wow, wow. How? I mean, this is pretty devastating news. How, how are you holding up? Um, I'm literally D-E-B-S-A-D-S-T-D. What's, what is, I'm unclear, what is that spelling? 
devastated. My world is shook. Yeah. We are shook beyond measure. I'm getting all these DMs and texts, and I literally don't know what to do. I, I'm so glad that you have such a supportive community there for you, though, right now in, in, your, in your time of need and in your, in your time of loss. And, you know, Girl, this- the Coachella community is one of the most upstanding group of humans I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, the fl- I can only imagine the flower crowns that you're making for each other in this yeah, time. Yeah, all ro- for nothing. nothing. Do you know how many times I've been to Joanne's Fabrics? I, I, I don't, but I imagine it's a lot. Now, ha- now what... Three. Per- what per- <laughs> okay, three. What, what performances are you upset that you're going to be missing, Chella Girl? I mean, how much time do we have, girl? Because yeah. you've seen the lineup. Uh, yeah, I was prepared for like a girl power renaissance weekend. We're talking Lana Del Rey. We're talking Carly Rae Jepsen, FKA Twigs, all the baddest bitches in town. And and now the bitches can't be bad until October. I mean, that, that has to be just yeah, and it's like That's so not cool because we already have a state. We already have Halloween. We already have it. Yeah. No, it's true. There's not a Halloween in the summer. No, there should be a Halloween in April. Well, I don't know if we can make that happen, but Chella Girl, it's not finalized yet. We might still have it, you know? It's it's, it's going to be figured out in the next 48 hours. Uh, I don't trust the liberal elite media. You're right. I mean... But literally, it's like, you know, we're going to be... I'm not even going to be able to see the baby. I, I mean, that's that's huge right Wait, there, because that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right so, there to, to interact on such an intimate level with just, just like just you a and baby. baby. Is it exactly? Are, are you talking about an actual baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Coachella was being headlined by a literal baby this year. <laughs> <laughs> and now that baby will be almost a toddler, mm-hmm. and it will not be the same experience, Chella. Exactly. If okay. that baby can form words in October, we're all screwed. That's true. You're right. We're all feeling for you, Chella girl, and I, we're really Thank hoping you. that this doesn't get canceled for your sake. There's so many other things that we can cancel, and it shouldn't be Coachella. What am I going to do with my Indian headdress? I don't... <laughs> I mean, thought, thoughts and prayers from the entire Channel Q family. Yeah. Chella girl, thoughts and prayers to you in your, in your difficult time. Thank you. Okay. All right. You take a nap or some Molly or something. I'll take some Molly. Okay. Bye. Bye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons, and we wanted to keep you updated as far as what's going on with corona, uh, COVID-19. It's important that we give you a little updates as to what the hell's going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Woo! Uh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm fine. There, there's your update. Uh, <laughs> drop the subject will be canceled now. No! Quarantine. 14 days. For 14 days. I'm willing to do this work from home, quarantined. I think we could tell you and I could just call each other and be like, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Drop the Subject. Okay, news or lose it after this. All right, and then we'll pick, sit on hold pick three. and listen to Sam Smith. What should I hear my three lunch options? Uh, <laughs> what should I have? Yeah. Um, okay, so we know a few things. We know that Italy is under a mass quarantine that just started today. So literally the whole country is shut down. And I, I really want people to sort of understand how unprecedented this is, that, that we haven't done something like this literally since like wartime, um, where the entire country is being asked to stay home and that they're actually doing it. And it's because not of a bomb or not of a war scare, but actually from a from a disease scare. And and while maybe this is overreacting in some people's minds, maybe it's exactly what we need to do be doing in other people's minds, this is pretty un- unprecedented. Yeah. And then 
I thought what you were saying on the um, morning show earlier today was really interesting about what do we know about how COVID-19 affects people who have HIV, which is another virus, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So what, could you just kind of recap what that was about? Because I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, the question came from from a morning show listener and it was essentially like, what what are those of us who are HIV positive or what does the HIV positive community need to know about um, this particular virus? And, and in particular, is that community at greater risk? And so I, I think what's, what's really important to know with this bottom line is that we just don't have a lot of data. We, we just really honestly don't know. So China notoriously underreports lots of different things from a public health standpoint, including the number of people who are HIV positive in that country. Huh. So most of our data comes out of China from this. So we just don't have a large subset of individuals who are HIV positive who've gotten the, the, the virus. What we do know in general is that if you are HIV positive and you have uh, 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 normal T cells, so above 500, and your viral load is very low, you're you are probably at a teeny tiny fractional increased risk of this virus making you a little bit more sick than someone who doesn't have HIV, but it's a very small risk. Oh, I see. Because it's an immune thing. Because it's an immune thing. And and as good as the drugs are and as solid as your immune system is, we sort of have to say, okay, just because you have something that's already su- suppressing your immune system, you, you there's a very, very small risk that you could become sicker than someone who does not have HIV. But but again, that risk is really small. So where I think it does matter is individuals who either don't know they're HIV positive and, and therefore their immune systems might not be functioning as, as properly as they could be, or individuals who, who are, are not on medications and they have a low T cell count and high viral load. Those individuals we do know can get sicker from this virus and it re- really can can become a big deal. And what about the people who say, oh, you know, more people die from the flu? Because that's a lot of things, that's a lot of what people are saying now. Or if I'm walking around the break room, they're like, I don't know what everyone's freaking out about. More people die from the flu. What do you say to that? Yep. And it, it it's true that if you're looking at statistics, like very statistically bottom line, more people die from the flu from this. There's a couple of things, though, that I think we have to say. And, and I have said that too, by the way, on the air. I've been like, you know, more people die from the flu like we all just need to calm down and and we don't need to panic but what we do need to be is prepared because a we just don't know what uh this virus is going to do and viruses tend to have sort of a bell curve arc to them and they will peak and then they'll sort of phase out but at that peak we might not have the infrastructure in our health system to be able to completely keep up with maybe the 200,000 people who need ICU care. Well, yeah, like you're in a hospital setting right now. Yeah. It, it's, and it's, it's crazy? It's it's a little crazy. We got tents set up outside already. <sighs> like we have preparedness meetings every day. It's it's kind of a thing. And a lot of it is just because of the, uh, the, the unknown. We just don't know what this thing is going to do. We do know how to treat the flu, right? We do prepare for the 300,000 people who get hospitalized from the influenza every year. Our, in, our healthcare structure is ready for that. We're not ready for that and another virus. Right, that makes sense. right, right. Well, yeah. continuing on with the unknowns, there are many unknowns with the 2020 election. Mini Tuesday is today, and we're going to talk to Jared Hill next about what to expect and why Michigan is so important. And he'll talk to us a little bit about what to expect on tonight's election night in late night with Jared Hill. So stick around. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons. And today, I know a lot of people are talking about COVID-19. I mean, every headline you read pretty much has coronavirus in the title. What's that? I know, right? And it kind of makes you forget 
No, you shouldn't forget that people are voting today. There's an election going on. Yeah, there's an election going on right now. Six more states are voting today. Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, and Washington, and uh, and North Dakota. And we're on the phone, of course, with Jarrett Hill, who is doing election night and late night tonight to cover all of this. Jarrett, Hello. 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 Um, so let's break down exactly what we might expect from today. I know Michigan is kind of the biggie, and that's that's one that's kind of both gone both ways, correct, in the past? Yeah, so Michigan is actually going to be a really important state. Uh, Bernie Sanders did well there last uh, election time uh, when he was going against Hillary Clinton, but this year's a different year. And looking at the polling going into Michigan, it is not necessarily going to be a good night for Bernie Sanders if, if the polling is any indicator of what we can expect from uh, turnout. Also, looking at it from the perspective of turnout, Bernie Sanders is always talking about needing turnout to be really, really good. And the better turnout is, the better uh, he would seem to do, which also tracks for Democrats usually. The more turnout there tends to be in elections, it tends to do better for Democrats. But in, in the primaries, the belief Bernie Sanders has you know, continually said is that it would do well for him. And between, you know, the coronavirus, COVID-19, and, you know, the polling, it does not seem like tonight is going to be a good night for Bernie Sanders, which could end up meaning he, he could seemingly be knocked out of the race tonight, possibly. Oh, so if he doesn't do well tonight, he's likely out? Because I know Biden has a little bit of a lead right now, so he's got to make a comeback or it's not happening. Because there's so many people, you know, Jared, talking about is if if this kind of keeps going, even with Bernie just a little bit behind, we're, we're headed towards a contested uh, convention. And But do you think tonight, let's say, you know, Joe takes four of the, four of the six or two of the big ones, you know, Ohio and Michigan or, or Washington, Like, does this effectively cause Bernie to have to drop out? I don't know that Bernie Sanders will drop out tomorrow if he if he uh, you know failed in Michigan because I think they are expecting that. But I do know that there's a lot of make or break conversation about tonight for Bernie Sanders. So if he does not have a good showing tonight, whether it be in Michigan or in the other five states, it's going to become increasingly hard for him to make a case for how he can you know get the nomination. And how impo- how important is the black vote today? Because I know a lot of uh, a lot of black Democrats have been endorsing Joe mm-hmm. Biden over the past few days. And is that theoretically going to quote save his campaign? I've been reading about that. Well, I mean, Joe Biden has done very well with black voters, right? And he obviously just had endorsements come out from uh, both Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. For the record, he had better numbers with black voters than either one of them did. Um, well he had better numbers with black voters than the two of them combined, I should even say. Mm. Um, So it's hard to know how much those endorsements um, really are going to move the needle so much as they are great headlines for him to be able to see him with these folks standing next to him. Every single person who has gotten out of the race uh, in the last couple of weeks has gone for Bernie Sanders. Excuse me for Joe Biden. The only person who has gone for Bernie Sanders. um, Well, actually, no one's gone for Bernie Sanders. The only other person who, you know, largely went for another candidate would be Julian Castro. Um, and he went for Elizabeth Warren. Liz. Everyone's kind of now sitting and wondering, where does that Elizabeth Warren endorsement go if it goes anywhere? And and do you think the fact that Liz hasn't come out right away, I, I say it like I know her, my girl Liz, you know that Elizabeth... Liz, I am not <laughs> endorsing anyone. Right, well, is, is, <laughs> no. this, is this sort of in your you know informed opinion, Jared, is this something that, that the longer she goes since she dropped out of the race before endorsing anyone, is it going to have less of an impact? Well... Here's the challenge. 
Elizabeth Warren is more, you know, policy aligned on the Bernie Sanders side. However, her tone, her campaign style, um, you know, what she kind of put, puts out into the world is much more Joe Biden. And neither one of those candidates really seem like someone that she's going to be able to get behind because of the way that she's talked about them in interviews. And I don't know that if, if her waiting until next week or, you know, any later is going to make any big difference because all of the data show that Elizabeth Warren, um, Elizabeth Warren supporters have the highest propensity of going to whoever the nominee is. Mm. So I don't even know that she needs to give an endorsement for it to make any major difference in the party. I've always been really, really skeptical on how much endorsements really, really mattered. But someone like Elizabeth Warren, who has always said that she is for the Democratic coalition um, and her and her support has always been that as well. I don't know that she even knows that if she feels like there's uh, a major you know, pressure on her to make an endorsement, because I don't know that she really wants to. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess the benefit for her to endorse somebody would be possibly jumping in that VP ring. But it doesn't it seems like you, what you're saying is that she's more concerned with the right Democrat winning. Yeah. And like the whole question about the vice presidential seat, like continues to morph and change because realistically the idea that the, the vice presidential candidate is going to be a Pete Buttigieg or someone like that, that is kind of dwindled away. Right. Like when he first got out of the race, I thought it was interesting the timing and how quickly he got out of the race, even after having done so well. But realistically, as we're continuing to look at the, the broad scope of the election, if there is not a woman and or a person of color, recognize the and or asterisk there means probably a woman of color mm-hmm. um, on this ticket. It's going to be a major problem for for Democrats because this was the most diverse cast of candidates we've ever had. Right. And now it goes down to being two white men or two white people. Um, and I'm not exactly sure that that's going to happen. So it, I think the, the odds are people are looking at Kamala Harris or, or Stacey Abrams. It probably means not Elizabeth Warren. Last uh, last moment here, Jared. I'm going to put you on the spot. Your your predictions for tonight? I think tonight is another great night for Joe Biden. I mean, yeah. um, and I mean, I, I've I've always said like I don't think Joe Biden is like the best candidate that we have. Um, we came in with 29 candidates, and like Joe Biden is the best thing that <laughs> right. we can offer. Uh, right. um, wah, wah. But I do think that Joe Biden is probably going to he could he could take the run the table tonight. I don't know, but. Um, we'll be watching those results as they come in and, and have full analysis for you tonight on election night and late night. With yes, Hill, exactly. <laughs> Perfect segue. You'd have won segue wars today. Uh, yeah, catch a, a catch election night and late night tonight with Jarrett Hill. And uh, Jarrett Hill's prediction for today is that Joe Biden can kind of get it. Thank you, Jarrett. <laughs> <That's a good one. laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, moving right along here on Drop the Subject with Allie and James Simmons, a nurse practitioner. Ask the NP. You can still ask him anything you want, even after the show, at Ask the NP, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTubes. On the YouTubes, even the Facebooks. Even Grandma can ask me. <laughs> on the Facebook. Oh, is rain coming? Because my hips telling me yes. <laughs> that is a true thing, by the way. It is. It is a true I'm, thing. You know what? I know I'm getting into old lady territory by saying this, but I, I felt it all weekend. Uh huh. This this for <laughs> my shoulder. We live, we and it's live, oh. it's raining right now. Well, I mean, you also just like broke the hell out of your shoulder. Right? Yes. <laughs> like and that. I was told I have arthritis in that shoulder. Uh-huh. And you will for life. Welcome to the club. Oh. Thanks yeah, so great. much. Yeah, it's so great. awesome. My ankles told me this morning when we woke up that it was raining. <laughs> I was like, oh, it rained. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, let's get into a different old person. This is Trump around. 
the man in orange because he's trying to make up for the giant, giant nosedive that the Dow has taken. (laughs) Did you see the tweet he sent earlier? Or was someone retweeted one of his tweets from back during Obama that if any president lets the Dow drop more than $1,000 in a day, they should be impeached? (laughs) He, no he way, tweeted really? that himself, yeah, that and so now so everyone, after this last week, you know, that was the largest drop in the Dow Jones since the 2008 recession, <laughs> top five drops ever. Yeah, and it's, you know what, I that, that just, what you just told me makes me so happy about Twitter. Isn't it amazing? If you don't scrub it, it's there forever. Uh-huh. And people can dig up old crap that you said that completely contradicts the way you live your life now. And they're like, here you go. <laughs> gotcha. It's like your mommy. Um, so <laughs> Trump has basically said that he wants to do a big federal payroll tax cut. And the so it would basically not help people who have lost their jobs in this sudden downturn or anybody who's part of the gig economy who does not get paid by the hour. But um, he said uh, that he is trying to ask Congress to pass an emergency economic package that includes both a payroll tax cut and relief for hourly workers to fight the economic fallout from the coronavirus. I think that the coronavirus has been a very exposing time for Donald Trump because Mm -hmm. while it was, I mean, while it's been clear to a lot of people that he doesn't know what he's doing, something like this requires you to know what you're doing. It it does. And And, and know that you are surrounded by people who also know what they're doing. Yes. And I think even then he's even more exposed because he's been having these people who he picked for his cabinets and different roles and whatever who are frankly not doing very well with, with, with the response so far. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he... They, they're everyone's looking to him, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What do we do, dude? Well, you're the president. Like, this is your chance to kind of give us a plan, right?" And he's like, "Let's just wait for it to get warm." And he's like, "Um, <laughs> well, Mike Pence is on it." And everyone's like, "No, no, that's not helpful. That's not helpful at all, buddy." And then we kept asking, kept asking, and he's like, "There's going to be a um a, a vaccine in April." No, and then all the <laughs> all the people are like, "No, dude, you can't say that. That's not true. This is not true, and that's right. not possible." So now that the economy is taking a crap, this actually directly affects his ability to get reelected, right? Because he's been riding on the economy this whole time. Well, the economy's going great. The economy's going great. And now it's like, yep, it, it's a nosedive. And I think what's so uh, crazy about the, all of this is that this this tax break actually, uh, unfortunately, for those of us who don't want to believe this, the tax breaks that he initiated when he first came into office actually did stimulate spending in the economy, sure. which which historically spending in the economy actually has a much greater impact long term than the stock market. And I think it's important for people to remember that the stock market is not the economy. Right. So but I think it's funny that he's so focused on the stock market, doing very little about it, but proposing these potential payroll tax cuts that have the possibility to stimulate economic spending down the road. So he's still sure, not actually right. doing so, anything no, he's about not doing anything now. the stock market and what's happening right now. And you can cut people's taxes, except uh, they're not spending anything right now anyway. Yeah, because everyone's home. too freaked out right. to spend anything. Because that that's what the stock market does, is it just freaks people out. That's exactly and, what happens. And when you see the Dow plunging 2,000 points or whatever it is, uh, people go, oh my God, oh my God, we're headed for a recession, right? So they freak mm-hmm. out about an economic downturn, and then they don't spend any money. But if you're smart, smarter than I... 
<laughs> you buy a bunch of stock? You buy a bunch of stock and a bunch of stuff. I did this weekend. You are smarter than me. Drop the Subject presents Storytime with Joe Biden. My brother, who loves to use lines from movies, a John Wayne movie, there's a line in the movie, a John Wayne movie, where the Indian chief turns to John Wayne and says, this is a lion, dog-faced, pony soldier. Well, let me tell you, these guys are amazing. They just stand up flat out, stand up and say things. This has been Storytime with Joe Biden. What the f*** is he talking about? Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Okay, it's that time again. And now the tables have turned. James Simmons. You have three stories to deliver to moi. And I have three votes on said stories. (laughs) Here we go. Story number one. Protesters gather at Missouri Capitol to support Drag Queen Story Hour. Drag Queen Story Hour. Stop. Sure. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Story number two. Uh, Oh, can't do that one because we did it already. (laughs) Love is Blind star reveal they've secretly known each other for 10 years. You know, people are obsessed with this show. I have not watched it. Have you? No. no, Love is Blind or 90 Day Fiance, but I have them queued up because I feel like I got to keep up with the kids. All right. Well, I guess we'll keep up with the kids. Yeah, we're keeping up with the kids. Last one. I'm walking out of the studio Deny return if you don't take this story. Oh. No pressure, but this one's got to win. This photo of a lesbian tweeted by the CDC is giving people hope for surviving coronavirus. <laughs> There's music playing from your <laughs> Okay, well, yes, I will definitely news that, and I'll also news whatever song is playing, playing from your computer. Playing in the background. <laughs> uh, that's a three for three. Nice. Is it? I believe so. The number yeah. of the day. You're about to see <laughs> the number of the day. Three, James. Three. Stick around. Stick the number Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. We've got a lot of work to do. Three and a half minutes to do it in. Oh, let's do. Then I gotta work. You better work, bitch. Okay, Love is Blind <laughs> stars reveal they've secretly known each other for 10 years. So this show, Love is Blind, on Netflix, right? You said you have not watched it, but it is all the rage. Yeah, right? everyone's been obsessed with it. I think it's one of those binge-worthy ones where you all of a sudden get immediately invested in people that you don't know, and that's cool. And and that's because that's our lives right now. Yeah. And when we're all going to be quarantined in about three weeks, we'll have plenty of time to watch it. And you know what? I always support anything that is an audio gener- like that's that's focused on audio rather than visual. But why would that be, Allie? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're in radio. Yeah. So, okay, so the concept of the show, if you don't know it, so all these people get uh, voluntarily get put in these rooms and then they communicate with someone who could be a potential partner match only through audio. They can't see them and they live in these rooms for like 10 days and they really get to know these people and at the end of this, these people like get engaged and it's well, crazy and they're supposed to have not known each other or met ever at all. Okay, this is just one of many, oh, we met 
in this random circumstance that we that uh, an entertainment show has put together, like oh, uh-huh. we we had our first dance together. That was another one. Uh, I've only met you in ninety days, and I have to marry you. Like we love putting <laughs> we everyone love in these this. high pressure situations. So this is just another one of those. But apparently, this couple was lying. Well, sort of. So the headline, thank you, clickbait, is a little bit misleading. Two contestants who both ended up getting engaged. They are two women who are cisgender and heterosexual end up getting engaged to men. But those two women knew each other before oh. the show started. So they didn't end up together. Oh, you stupid love uh, is blind. Damn it, love is headlines blind. Headlines are blind. Right? <laughs> Your headlines are blind. Moving on <laughs> from love is blind. I want to talk about drag queens. Ding. Protesters gather at Missouri Capitol. Can you guess the capital of St. Missouri? St. Louis? No, that is not the capital of Missouri. Um, Jefferson City is the capital city of Missouri. Nope. If you didn't know. So protesters, 100 protesters gathered in Jefferson City, Missouri to support Drag Queen Story Hour. Here's the deal. A Republican representative in the state of Missouri introduced a bill punishing librarians who would organize Drag Queen Story Hour events with possible jail time. Oh, my God. Librarians are doing enough. Can we just give them a break? Like most of them are like, I've smoked weed once in my life. Like in my they're just life. exactly. Yeah. So if they want to have a nice little story hour with some queens, leave them alone. And, and the, that's kind of what the queens are saying. The queens are like, look, we're not advocating. We're not like trying to recruit kids to become drag queens. We're trying to teach them about the joys of reading. Like this is a really important thing. And interestingly, this came from a petition from folks in St. Joseph, Missouri. And the people who started the position are actually sex offender, registered sex no! offenders. <laughs> I think no! that's the best part. So a registered sex offender started a petition to stop drag queens from reading stories to kids at their local library. It went all the way up to the state uh, Senate. Talk about jealousy. I know. it's <laughs> Girl, I like that wig, too. Oh, my God. Final story in News It or Lose It. Because I went three for three today, everybody. Mm-hmm. Just don't know if you remember that. Yep. This photo of a lesbian tweeted by the CDC is giving people hope for surviving the coronavirus. And I totally get it right now. Okay. So this gentleman on Twitter retweeted. Is there a gentleman on Twitter? There, there Twitter? is actually a nice, decent human being on Twitter oh. who retweeted a photo from the CDC. The CDC's photo is like, oh, this is what we're doing about coronavirus and wash your hands or whatever. But it very prominently features a lesbian. Nice. And you look at this woman and you're like, yep, we're cool. We're good. She's in the CDC war room. She's got the CDC uh, polo on. She's got a CDC lanyard that says like, hey, everybody, wash your hands. And she's a big old lesbo. And she's a big old lesbo. And so all these people came at this guy on Twitter and they're like, how can you assume that just because she has a butch haircut, she's a lesbian or whatever? She chimes in and says, yep, I'm a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like we can stop coronavirus. And oh, by the way, everybody, wash your hands. are going to save us from coronavirus. Yes, and lesbians know a thing or two about washing your hands. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. And just like that, the show is drawing to a close. Fast I, today. I know, very it fast. really fast. Spread faster than... No, I don't want to yeah, make that joke. Okay. <laughs> I can't. You're like, I can't, I can't. My morals. Um, The good news, though, is that you can catch up on all things show-related 
on uh, Instagram and Twitter at DTS Show. If you have any lingering questions for James Simmons, the NP, you can shoot him our way or you can uh, hit him up directly at Ask the NP. James, you'll be back tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow. And if you missed any of today's show, you can also download the podcast. There's a very titillating story about James in an instance where he had no pants on in front of a UPS driver. Yeah, titillating. Yeah, if you missed that, definitely download the podcast, which is on radio.com, available there. Or anywhere else you find your podcast, just type in Drop the Subject. Pretty easy to find. And um, we will be that back for another live show tomorrow. But before we go, it's time, you know, for the happy endings. Because sad times happen. They do. Often. Like, like the last few weeks. Yeah. And the few weeks before that. And then maybe even since November of 2016. Yeah, that's yeah. a very specific time. Very, I wonder what happened at very, that time. What happened in November of 2016? Huh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll never know. The important thing, though, is that we find positivity in all this. So do you have a happy ending there, James Simmons? I do have a happy ending, but I, I feel like I need you and Jesse's help with this just oh, a little bit. okay. I think Segway Wars really just took it out of me. <laughs> I got I got nothing left. <laughs> I'll start off. I don't know if we had anything during Wars either, but okay. <laughs> my that creative juices were just dead today. <laughs> I know when we were about to start doing it, I was like, man, this is gonna I barely get nothing be rough. today. Right. So you just go full S. Yep. Right? It was full S show. Uh Ask the NP. Nurse practitioner, news producer, nice package. Mm-hmm. How about no pants? How about Is that it? That UPS driver might have had a huge <laughs> surprise waiting for him when he answered my door. Uh-huh. But at least... You got free shipping. Hey! I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, yeah, I guess uh, um, something... I bet there's a parcel joke in there. I was thinking n- NP, yeah, like a mm. new parcel. Oh, like a new... Right, yeah, like or a nude parcel. Novel, nude parcel, novel mm. coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> We'll work on it. We'll work on we'll it. Work yes, on you guys, you guys, tweet us or get at us on the social medias if you got another NP. All right, Jesse, do you have one? Yeah. So I may not soon. I may not be able to get my um, telescopic shafted umbrellas from China. <laughs> <laughs> Someone listens. That is a wow. bummer. But at least I don't wake up in wet pajamas. Oh, that's true. Very good. Or no pajamas oh. at all. So I feel like you're coming for me a little bit there. So <laughs> that feels a little personal. It does. It hits home. Yeah. My happy ending is as follows: Chella might be getting postponed, but at least if it does take place in October, you can use your Indian headdress for Halloween and for Chella, yeah. and you won't have to buy two different costumes. Oh my god! Because everyone knows that going to these music festivals costs a lot of money, of course, in tickets and. In outfits. Uh, so we are technically saving money by not going to any of this stuff. And you guys are saving like so much money when we do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Halloween, Chala, like bring it together. I'm in. I stand. Right, exactly. I and totally like, stand. And do these feathers go with my ass? I mean, uh, actually, like just while we're here, thank you to Chala Girl for coming in today. We thank had great gowns. so much. Chala and uh, Jarrett Hill, by the way, Jarrett Hill was here earlier uh, helping us talk politics. It's Mini Tuesday. Don't forget to vote if you're in one of those six states. And Jarrett will be live tonight. It's a election night and late night, 9 p.m. Pacific time on here on Channel Q. Yes, absolutely. And we will cover all the results tomorrow on our live show. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.